Welcome to Harvest Australia Church Podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. I'm sharing with you this morning, which is fun. Marty and Karen are enjoying a time of rest together. And so uh, we really um, bless them with refreshment today. Excellent. Well, I want to share with you the theme this morning on um, strength. God put a word in my heart for this community about being, growing stronger and going longer. So the title of my message, part one, Stronger and Longer. Sound good? Excellent. Think about strength, you know, Richmond Tigers, the strength of a tiger and um, not that I'm, I'm not biased, but I was just thinking about strength. But uh, also my little daughter, she loves strength. Uh, my mum, see, I hear the theme song coming out of something. <laughs> um, <laughs> my little uh, daughter, Anouk, when she spends time with my mum, Nanny, they're both really high intense, high energy, strong personalities. And sometimes there's some debate about what's going to happen next. And my mum will go, I'm the boss. And Anouk's, I'm the boss. And no, I'm the boss because I'm bigger than you. And then my mum's like, and yeah, God's the boss because he's bigger than me. And uh, God is really big. God is strong. Uh, also the little Anouk speaking of um, her recognising strength with, on a family outing out and about. And uh, we came across one of those big cutouts of the superhero Thor. And um, Anouk and I were like, whoa, hair's flowing, hammer glistening, biceps pumping. And, uh, and then she's like, hey, mum, check this out. And she brought mum over. And it's like, mum, check out this woman, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so that was funny. So going stronger, longer. And so I want to talk especially on strength today. What is biblical strength? What does it look like to be strong? And uh, I want to be stronger as I go on year by year. And I believe this community is, is growing in strength. And how does that happen? What does it look like to be, you know, uh, spiritually strong, but also mentally, have, have mental strength and um, emotional strength as well, also physical strength. And I believe this morning as I'm talking that there's going to be a renewal this morning of strength. And I know that the prophetic brings renewal. And I want to speak prophetically this morning as the Holy Spirit moves. And I know in Isaiah, uh, as he's prophesying in Isaiah chapter 40, which John the Baptist later got a hold on, because when they asked him, who are you? He's like, I'm the voice, you know, <laughs> crying out. <laughs> and he's quoting from Isaiah 40. And this passage has meant a lot to me. And in this passage, Isaiah is prophesying to Israel and really giving them a strong wake-up call to who God is. Don't look at you, look at God. Don't look at how big your problem is. Show the problem how big your God is. It's not worrying about what the future holds, but knowing who holds the future. Really saying those sort of things in the themes about God, being the one who can, in his, between his finger and his thumb, he can... Look at the sphere, the ball of the earth, and the nations are a drop in a bucket to him. And he counts the, the stars by name. 
And, uh, and then Isaiah's like, well, he hasn't forgotten you then. He hasn't bypassed you. And I feel like God's really putting his finger on each and every person here this morning saying, I haven't forgotten about you and I'm not bypassing you. Today is a day for renewal, a renewal of you. And so I want to put that passage up there from Isaiah 40, which um, you'll recognize a lot. And uh, thank you. <laughs> Have, let's, let's say this together. Have you not known... Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. So we're going to wait on God this morning. He's going to renew strength. Let's pray together. We thank you so much this morning, God, for being here today uh, in your presence. The things that you are doing in our lives. And we give thanks for that, even the things we don't realize that you're doing in our lives, we declare an atmosphere of blessings, of refreshings today. And Lord, we anticipate great things, bigger and better things than we ever could have imagined that are about to happen because of who you are, the strong, mighty one, the one Lord who never faints, never grows weary, even the grass that withers, but Lord, your word always endures. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool. Well, I, um, there's a fun story I love to share uh, with kids, and it's about an eagle. And I want to focus on that illustration of the eagle for strength. And it's about this um, farmer. And he's got um, a big farm, but one day he's going across his paddock and he notices this green egg and it's got purple polka dots. And he picks it up and he's like, it's a bit unusual. And for fun, I'll just plonk it in the chicken coop. So he puts it in the chicken coop. And uh, overnight, there's some peck, peck, pecking and some crack, crack, cracking. And in the morning, he goes out to inspect. And there's this little brown, fluffy um, bird, chick. And uh, of course, the other chicks have hatched yellow. And they're all looking at the, the, um, this brown, fluffy creature. And then the farmer walks away and is like, well, we'll see what happens. The little chicks start to look at this thing like, what are you? And the, the, the brown chick's like, well, what are you? <laughs> um, and, you know, time goes by and this uh, brown little chick starts to just copy, mimic, go with, conform to, you know, the other little chicks and they grow a bit bigger and they're, you know, walking and, you know, uh, head in the ground searching for creatures uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the mud and, uh, you know, it carries on like this. And over time, this little brown bird starts to become disenfranchised, <laughs> not content anymore, uh, dissatisfied with life. There's got to be more to life. And, and one afternoon, overhead, he sees these magnificent birds with a huge wingspan fly overhead. And he looks up. And uh, he hears one of them, you know, cry out. 
And uh, they just are so high up there. And he thinks, whoa, I sure would love to be like that. Hey, guys, do you want to try that out? He says to the, little, uh, to the other little chickens. Hey, what are you talking about? That's not what we do around here. Around here, this is how it is. Okay, you've got to, you know, just <laughs> lay some eggs. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, move your head and, you know, um, over time, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know. And, you know, days pass, he's getting more and more frustrated to the point where one time when the farmer came in to scatter some feed, he like made a run for it. He's like, whoa, I'm out of here. And he gets further and further away. He's like, I'm getting tired. My legs are getting tired. And he makes his way up a mountain and suddenly the big birds go overhead and one of them cries out to him on the top of this mountain overlooking a cliff. Um, come up. Come with us. Come on. Let's fly. It's like, I don't know how to. Hurry up. There isn't much more time. Do it. Jump out. It's like, oh, should I? Should I? And he stretches out his wings and he thought, I've got nothing to lose. And he jumps off the cliff and suddenly this hot air lifts him up to be with the other birds. It's like, whoa, this is amazing. This is living. Oh, this is incredible. I didn't know chickens could do this. You know, <laughs> they're like, you're not a chicken, bro. You're an eagle. <laughs> and I love that story because, you know, we can go stronger when we have a revelation of our identity. You know, you were born to fly. You are destined to fly. You were born to run. And I believe that that uh, as we begin to enter into an understanding of who we are in God, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing what happens inside of us and the things that we're able to achieve for God. And I think that we know that we're living biblical strength when people would look at our lives and say, if it wasn't for the God factor in your life, in your, the equation of your work, your family, if it wasn't for God... You should be, you know, just exhausted. You, you should be absolutely, you know, wiped out. They should be able to look at our lives and be like, well, glory to God, because there's something supernatural in your life to be able to keep going, to be that positive in the face of, you know, uh, negative thoughts coming at you, to be that resilient and anti-fragile when you're getting emotionally, emotional waves coming at you, billowing at you, to be that hopeful, to always be that much in a good mood, knowing that God is in control in your life, even when things are spiraling out of control. People be able to look at your life and say, I believe there's a God because you are someone who just consistently is able to rise above circumstances in your life. You just seem to get stronger when things get harder. Isn't that good? And so I, I just want to encourage you this morning in that way. I uh, remember being up at the APY lands with my friend who's a teacher and there was a knock, knock on the door and this Aboriginal young man uh, came and, and he had a little eagle, wedge-tailed eagle, and uh, we were talking to him about it. He'd, he'd found it and he stretched out its wings. This, even this little juvenile Eagle, wedge-tailed eagle, had a massive wingspan. I thought, far out, there is such strength in those wings. And we said to him, what are you going to do with it? He's like, I'm going to keep it. 
You know, <laughs> his name was Amos. Uh, and uh, I remember, you know, on our honeymoon, KI, we went to a free flight demonstration. I thought it was for free. Later I found out it was because the, the birds fly freely, you know. <laughs> and uh, we're watching an eagle and uh, um, fly, wedged hell eagle, just soaring. Oh, man, so inspiring. It's a picture of what God's like. God is so powerful. He stretches out his wings and he soars and, and, he ca- and he's able to move. He moves in a spiritual and supernatural way. Um, by the way, we ended up bringing him up because I felt so guilty. I was, I'm a very conscientious person. I'm like, sorry, you know. <laughs> They're like, just donate some money to the RSPCA or something. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Funny times. Yeah, so... The key to be able to receive this strength this morning is found in the word wait. Wait on God. And when we wait on God, there's two things that I can see happen. Firstly, when we wait on God, we become aware of our need for Him, our total need for Him. We become so conscious of the fact that we need God in, in our lives to empower us by His grace. And we begin to, as we wait on Him actively, which is to take some time out perhaps, read the Bible, listen to some worship music, meditate, even, you know, maybe an extended time, an afternoon, go up to a mountain or go down to the beach. But when we wait on God, it might even be you're in a busy circumstance, but just internally you go in and you you center yourselves and, and you wait on God. It's still your, your inner man and, and begin to consider, contemplate who God is, His nature, the one who never grows weary or never tires, His life, His nature in us. And when we wait, we become aware that without God, we can do nothing. But with God, all things are possible And that I can do all things through God who strengthens me. And so He'll always call us out. He'll always call us further beyond our comfort zone, beyond the chicken coop. And He's not interested in you being sentimental about things. He absolutely wants to take you to new places. And the way we get stronger in the physical is to actually bear and go through the, the trial. And go through the test and to take it a little bit. I'm going to be hopeful when everything around me isn't that way. I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to stretch out my wingspan. I'm going to manifest my spirit, as Graham Cook would say. And I'm going to to let this happen. And we see Jesus consistently be like that as the God-man, as the Son of God, as the Son of Man, drawing from His Father's strength, the one who never wearies. Drawing from the Word of God, because the Word of God endures forever. And so we become aware of our need for Him. And, and we, we say to God, I am not going to go one step further if I'm not stepping into your strengths, being empowered by grace. And we become aware of when we're entering into our own emotional capacity or our own you know, mental striving. And so therefore, what we do is we reevaluate our lives as we wait on God. Reevaluate. We look at our value system 
and we think, okay, I'm going to reevaluate my value system. What am I valuing more than God at this time in my life? And so sometimes the answer to you getting set free from fatigue, getting set free from strange mental funky thoughts is not saying, God, give me something, but Him saying to you, let go of something. Let go of something you've been valuing. Because if you let go of that, boom, I'm going to bless you and surrender and yield. And we just recently moved house, didn't we, Louise? I grew so attached to this beach shack place, you know, um, near the Onkapringa River mouth. I'm like, I love this place and having encounters with God there and getting to know the surfies and the fitness people there and the millionaires and billionaires there. <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, but then the Lord's like, well, you're moving on because the people want to sell the house. So I'm like, yes, sir. Okay, and, and you know what? I let go of it and boom, grace entered me. Strength, might, power to be able to move, even on grand final day and, you know, flex those biceps. And so I did it. But you know what? For me, it cost me more emotional strength. But I got through. And some other tests uh, happened on top of that. But I got through. So being able to let go of some things that you're valuing, to value the presence, to value His presence, which is His strength, the virtue of His strength. I value your presence more than my own comfort zone, my chicken coop experience, my friendly voices that are in my head. I'm not going to get fatigued on growing fat on getting fed by negative thoughts. Because if you get fed by negative thoughts, you're going to get fatigued in your being. And so you have to cut that stuff off. Make a run for it. Seriously. Sometimes physical strength is so connected to mental strength. The reason you're physically weak is because you've allowed yourself to get mentally weak by saying, I, by, by not reevaluating your value system, saying, instead, I'm going to calibrate to the nature of God who never faints or grows weary, to the Word of God that doesn't wither. I'm going to calibrate that, put it in my heart, and now everything else is going to be calibrated to that. And now I'm going to set the atmosphere because your attitude determines your altitude. You've got to have a high attitude. Guys, you can't change sometimes your natural outward experiences, can you? You can't change the, those things, but you can change your attitude. I'm talking about a shift in thinking. I'm talking about a willingness to cut off stinking thinking. I'm talking about a willingness to say, God, I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to get into your word. I'm going to be calibrated as I meditate, as I contemplate on you. I'm going to pre determine how it's going to be from now on. I'm going, to, I'm going to premeditate how it's going to be. You know, you can see, faith sees, you can see in the Spirit. You get up in the morning, you have a quiet time, you wait on God. You know, I've got two toddlers, so you've got, no one's got any excuse here. <laughs> I just get into that Kia Carnival with my Bible and just, or even I put the kids in the Kia Carnival and then I'm in the lounge room looking out the window, standing up, having a quiet time. I just need something, you know. I need something. And I'm, I start to say, I'm receiving for my day. I'm, I'm previewing my day. I'm, I'm anticipating my day. I'm getting an expectancy up. I'm getting a positive attitude. I'm getting my altitude up there to see things. In, in, in a faith-filled way, 
to see things spiritually, even though I can't see with my natural eyes sometimes. I'm going to predetermine in my heart how it's going to be. And in doing that, I'm going to terminate everything that's negative. Terminate negative voices. Terminate bitterness. Terminate unforgiveness. Predetermining as I read the Word of God, as I wait on God. So good. This is good. And so the other point that happens, you know, firstly, you become aware of your need for Him as you wait on God. And then the next thing that happens is you start to become aware of your union with Him. And the revealing of the sons of God is happening even now at this time. And as as, as there's this revealing happening, there's a renewing of the mind. The renewing is in the revealing. We are becoming who we already are, born to be strong, to, be, to, to, to run, to fly, destined in this way. We become aware of our union. And that word wait in the Hebrew figuratively means, you know, to, to just hang out, just watch, think, get ready. But literally that word wait in the Hebrew means uh, um, to, to bind together. Do you know, you know, a threefold cord cannot be easily broken. And when it says wait, a Hebrew person would think, okay, a binding, a, a, a twining, a connecting together. This speaks of our union we have with Him. A threefold cord cannot be easily broken. You know, as we wait on God, do you know what's happening? As we get into the Word, we get into worship, we're renewed by the Spirit of God, we're transformed into the same image. The Father, Son, Spirit is rotting His life and His nature into our whole being. Into our spirit, which is a finished product, which is strong, which is a new creation, which is blameless and perfect. And the emphasis is on that, that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That life and nature from our spirit, we live from the spirit, comes into our mind, into our thinking. All that twining begins to happen and into our emotional pathways and things begin to come into sync, into union with who God is. That triune life of God fills our being and we become so strong. Though a righteous man falls down seven times, God's going to pick him up. Don't rejoice over me, enemy, because God's going to lift me up. Why do you think David was this? Because through worship, through poetry, he became more and more aware. He processed his emotions. He processed his thinking until he came in sync with God. And that's why it's called a man after God's heart. God, you're the lifter up of my head. You lift me up. I lift up my soul to you, God. Into your hands, Father, I commit my spirit. A willingness to, to just give himself fully to God. You know, and I know, I know what burnout is. I, I, I know what it is to be exhausted running in your own effort. But God is willing to, to continue to teach us to be sensitive to, as we wait on Him to His rhythms of grace, to His flow, to His empowering in our lives. The grace upon grace produces strength upon strength. And we go to glory to glory and we catch those thermals, that hot air, and it lifts us up. And, it's, and I believe that the higher life, the higher Christian life, does look like doing a lot of stuff for God. 
does look like doing great works for God. Not just volunteering and stuff like that, but supernatural things. She wait on God, you know, like Jesus would have when he went up the mountain or went into the wilderness. He was ready every time he saw someone that was sick or saw someone that was suffering like a lion ready to jump on its prey. He, he would lock in on that because he, was, he had strength available, you know. And so I can see this in the spirit, you know, that we are even now just to continue to receive this strength today. Receive. I feel like even some here that have been suffering from, you know, some fatigue, God's going to really uh, touch your life today. But, but it's over to you as well to partner with Him, to, to really explore that union with Him, not to draw from exterior resources or look to some person that's going to give you strength, but to go inside and realize your identity, your union with Him and draw from that strength. Draw from Him. Excellent. I believe that this morning, you know, that word renewal, if we think that he, he renews their strength, he renews their strength, that they mount up like wings of eagles. I want to bring that together with Romans chapter 12, which says, don't conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So he renews our strength, but we've got to be willing to have our mind renewed. Because my friends, when our mind is renewed, that's when we receive that strength because he can get to us what he can get through us. And sometimes it's our mind inhibiting. And so again, I just want to encourage us to, to be willing to let go of things that we've even placed higher than the presence of God in our lives. And then also to look inside and saying, I'm going to draw from this. I am a strong person. I am righteous. I am, I am free. I am powerful. I am a supernatural person. Come on, I'm not, a, I'm not a natural person having a supernatural experience. I'm a supernatural person, a spiritual person having a natural experience. You know, we, are, we can live this higher life. I just want to invite Jackie up as we finish up. We can live this higher life of, of renewal, a renewing of you today, a renewing, a revealing of who you are. New neurological pathways just forming in your mind, new emotional processing happening within you, just being willing to stand your ground in who you are in the spirit, being willing to stretch out and explore some new things in your life, some new relationships. You know, this is what biblical strength looks like, that in, as you go on year by year into 2018, as we finish up 2017, you'd be strong. And I believe if you're strong in love, if you're so comfortable with love, so comfortable with the Father's love, with, with passing that on, so comfortable with being out of your, your uh, comfort zone, and, and knowing that, that He loves you and strong in your identity, being proud about who you are, being confident about who you are. I, I believe that, that you're on the right track if you're like that. If you love people, even when they can be difficult, even when they've done nasty things to you, that's when you're a strong person. Someone who's, who's a lover, someone who loves big, that's strength. That's strength. I just put on that pad loop. And so if you'd stand with me this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Let's just do that this morning. We're going to wait on Him. We're just going to wait on Him and just begin to think about who He is right now. The everlasting God. 
the creator of the ends of the earth, the creator of South Australia, the ends of the earth, the creator of the ends of the earth. Come on, we're in there. (laughs) He doesn't faint. You don't get intimidated by sin. You don't get intimidated by fear. You don't get intimidated by anything, God. You never faint. You never grow weary. And then you say to us, you haven't bypassed us, but you want to meet with us. As we wait upon you today, God, I just believe that you are doing something because it's promised that you renew our strength. You renew our strength today, God. We actively wait on you. We let go of pride. We let go of regrets. We let go of the past right now, God. We let go of comforts. We let go of sentimentally valuing things. And we look to you, God, today and we listen on in. Guys, I remember a time I was burnt out. I was so burnt out. I was looking for ministry. I was exhausted because so badly wanted something to happen in my life. And, you know, even wasted a lot of money. But I ended up in Kansas City in America in the prayer room. And uh, there was a girl singing prophetically. And she sung that if you lead me, I won't strive against you. I'll lean into your provision. And some of you have been going a certain way and you've been striving against God. But if you're willing to let go and let God and lean into Him and listen to Him today, as, even as you guys do, I know you guys, you're, you're amazing, that you'll find yourself wafting on up there. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Get a bit high today. Renewed. Fresh perspective, thinking with God today, working with God today. Let's strength arise today.